It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. What's going on, Washington fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T triple O F-L-A-T-T. Um, I am just thankful that this summer league is over with, to be honest with you guys. It was really, really painful to watch the game today. Um, they, I think the Wizards started off 0 for 11 from the three-point line, so they were over. Um, it was a blow at one point. It was 70 to 45 at one point. It, just, it got out of hand. Uh, Isaiah Jackson had a couple of dunks, and then Devin Robinson, the former Washington Wizard, uh, had a had a dunk as well. So it, it started to get ugly at one point. Uh, we all remember Devin Robinson, the story with him um, getting in a little bit of trouble. I like Devin Robinson when he was a Wizard. I thought he was very athletic. I thought he played pretty well in the summer league roster and was pretty good for the uh, Capital City Go Go team or the D League G League team at the time when he was on the Wizards roster. Um, so we didn't have any Glenn Rice Jr. summer league performances or Otto Porter, all summer league team uh, performances this year at all. But um, and this team was was struck in by COVID. Cassius Winston not being able, being able to play to play. Uh, Kyrie Walker not being able to play. We had to you know bring guys or just sign guys just to complete a roster. And you know this is the game that was postponed. So they looked like a team that was brought together um that missed a game and had to sit out because of health and safety protocols and missed practices so they looked like a team like that um the game was uh pretty rough um and it was hard to really evaluate Corey Kispert but we'll do a deep dive into his game and uh, Isaiah Todd's game the two guys that we drafted of course there was some connections with the game too because uh, the Wizards really did want Chris Duarte. They did bring him in for a private workout, and they did like him. He did not even play because he's played so well so far in the summer league. They just decided to rest him. That's how good he played in the uh, first couple of games. I think he averaged uh, 18 points a game so far in the summer league. And then Isaiah Jackson, the guy that we traded uh, for Aaron Holiday and Isaiah Todd, and Isaiah Jackson played his butt off. He said he tied the summer league record for seven blocks tonight. 
uh, and had 11 points and seven boards, had a couple emphatic dunks, and he kind of dunked on Kispert a little bit. I don't think he really dunked on Kispert, reached. I was on a fast break dunk, and um, Isaiah ja- Jackson is just super athletic. So uh, let's hop into Corey Kispert. Not a good day for him. It was kind of night and day uh, with that Bucks game. I thought he played his best game and just looked confident against the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, shot the ball well. And that first shot just went down for that in that Bucks game. His first shot, which was a three-pointer, it went in, and the confidence just showed. It just seeing the ball going uh, just built confidence for Corey Kispert. In this game, he just didn't see the ball going at all. Um, you look at the numbers, it was one for seven from the field, 0 for four from the three-point line, and then he missed free throws, one for three from the free throw line. So that's something that was something that I didn't like at all because he's a shooter, and, you know, that shooter's touch, you got to make your free throws. You cannot go one for three from the, three, from the free throw line. Uh, that's inexcusable to me. He had, he had four boards, four turnovers, four fouls, and three points. So he had more fouls and points. Um, so I'm not getting too concerned about Corey Kispert because, you know, he, he's a specialist. That's what he is. He's a shooter. We drafted him to be a shooter. Uh, he can put the ball on the floor a little bit more than the guys that he's compared to, like Joe Harris and Kyle Korver and Doug McDermott. I think he's more capable of creating a shot for himself, even though he's really didn't show – in the Bucks game, he created a shot for himself. I was I was impressed in that game, but this game, uh, the flaws did show, and not all of it's on him. But at the same time, um, you know we do have to hold him accountable and objectively um, evaluate his game in the summer league. He just was not able to create a shot for himself today. Uh, he did try to take it to the basket one time. They called a charge. Uh, he did have a nice pump fake, and then he took it to the basket. He missed the layup. Somebody contested it, but he th- kind of threw it all over the rim. Um, you know, he tried to do some things. He missed a reverse layup as well. I thought that was a nice, I thought it was a nice take to the basket in the first half, but he shot a reverse layup and ended up missing that uh, that layup. So um, just didn't hit anything from the three-point line. Um, defensively, he, he he's given effort. He dives on the floor for loose basketballs. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, some, some of the weaknesses showed and some of the strengths showed. I mean, he is a specialist. And, you know, I know there's some people out there saying, oh, you know, we should have drafted this guy and that guy and this guy. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I like Corey Kispert. I like the pick. Um, I I did like Trey Murphy. I did like um, Cam Thomas and some other guys out there too that you can name. Um, but I thought I thought Corey Kispert was a good pick. And I'm not gonna just. It's not the end all be all because of a summer league. We've seen guys go crazy in the summer league that you never heard of again in in regular season games. Like I said before, and um, previous episodes, previous podcasts. Um, Corey Kispert, I think he's gonna be fine. I just think he needs um, a point guard that can set him up and make plays for him. Spencer Dinwiddie should be able to do that. I think Bradley Bill will be able to set him up for open threes with good spacing. Um, you have a lineup with Bradley Bill, Dinwiddie, and uh, Rui or Kuzma and Thomas Bryant. When he gets healthy, you just get an all-space-the-floor type lineup. I think he can fit in, fit in pretty well with that. Um, but, you know, he just has to work on some defense. And, you know, he's, he's going to have to be able to put the ball on the floor a little bit. You can't just be like another Davies Bertans where you're not creating a shot for yourself. And, you know, all you're doing is just shoot threes. And you know, that's what he that's what he does. But um, the guy, I thought, I think he can score. I think the Bucks game is more indicative of what we should be looking forward to see from Corey Kispert. And uh, this summer league team, it was just a lot of guys that, you know, were looking for their own shots, trying to make a name for themselves. So that didn't help them much. But um, this game was an off game for them. The Pacers, they're good. They're, they had a good summer league team. They had a solid summer. They had a, they had a good amount of athletes. Guys that run the floor that can finish and they were they were they they shot the ball poorly as well, but from the three point line we were really bad. I mean it was just really awful. 
um, watching this game. We were seven for 34 from the three-point line, 20, 20% from the, free, from the three-point line. It was really darn bad. Like I said, we started out over 11 from the three-point line. It was, it was awful. It was really bad. Um, I feel like we turned the ball over a lot as well today. I got to look at the numbers on that too. Uh, we turned the ball over 24 times, which is not terrible, but uh, we could definitely improve. From the free throw line, we shot 61% too from the free throw line. So uh, it, it was a struggle. It was hard to watch down the stretch too. It was it was a struggle. I thought we did come back a little bit. Uh, it was forty five to thirty nine, and then after that, it just got out of hand. So, um, but I do want to evaluate Isaiah Todd's performance, and um, I guess we'll go over. We'll definitely and we'll go over some standouts. You know who else stood out in the summer league? Who guys rise their stock? You know who who's gonna get? Uh, who could possibly get a two way contract with the Washington Wizards or or a go go? contract you know we'll talk about some of those guys that I thought did perform well in the summer league that and rise their stock and making an NBA team uh, but before we get into that uh, this episode is brought to you by sweat block it's been super 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 hot out in, in July and August it's been super hot so of course you need some deodorant and you need you need some deodorant that does not stain sweat block is the deodorant that you're looking for if you're looking for those things uh, it's doctor created, doctor recommended. Works up to works for up to seven days per use, and it has dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show by Firefighters. That shows you how good sweat block is. Uh, bestseller on Amazon for the past ten years, over thirteen thousand reviews, man and manufactured in the USA. Uh, it's your little secret of confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Sweat Block, once again, was featured on the Rachel Ray Show. Uh, so check out Sweat Block. It's very clutch. Like I said, if you're going on a date, this is what you want to wear. You're wearing that nice suit. You take the suit jacket off. You don't want to see that sweat stain all in, the, in your armpits. Sweat Block is what you're looking for. If you don't want those sweat stains, dry shirt guarantee. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for twenty percent off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on. The promo code is locked on, or Amazon and CVS. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Indeed. I was on Indeed super super heavy when I got out of college, so I know how managers use this a lot to find candidates, people coming out of college, anywhere, anywhere looking for a job, or just you know general managers looking, or any type of manager looking for good candidates. Indeed is the website that you want to use. Uh, general ma- managers ask questions to find the right players. Like, do they have ice in their veins when you're hiring? You can use Indeed assessments to help make sure you find candidates with the skills you need. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are in Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. With Indeed assessments, choose from a 135 skill test to help make sure you're finding applications from people with the skills you need. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Join more than three million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 Sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com. Indeed.com. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. The promo code for Indeed is LOCKED. 
L-O-C-K-E-D. Locked is the promo code. So let's get into some guys that I thought stood out and impressed in the summer league. And uh, actually, let's let's get into Isaiah Todd's performance. Uh, I do want to talk about him as well. Um, I thought he had some moments. I thought he had some moments. Um, you can tell that he is a guy that definitely needs to develop. Uh, I mean, you can say that about, about any rookie, but he's a guy that's going to take some time. Um, I think he's going to spend some time in the G League with the Gogo, which is fine. Uh, I see some people comparing him to Chris McCullough and also um, uh, Devin uh, Robinson as well. Um, and I, I can see those comparisons because they're both uh, lean, tall guys that are pretty athletic. You know, we saw Isaiah Todd catch some alley-oops, but I think Isaiah Todd is a better shooter than those guys. Chris McCullough was playing really, really well in the uh, the basketball tournament. If you didn't see that, he was playing for Syracuse, uh, the Jim Beheim's Army. And uh, I can see the similarities there in their games. They're both tall, skinny, lean guys that, that are modern bigs that shoot threes and that are super athletic and put the ball on, on the floor a little bit. Uh, both need to, um, you know, get stronger. Uh, Isaiah Todd, he's, like I said, he's just got to get in the weight room. I mean, you know, we did hear that he was working out with Rashid Wallace before the draft and did work out with Michael Beasley. Um, so those are two guys that could definitely bang him up and get him ready uh, working out. So that's good to hear. But uh, you look at his numbers tonight, um, he was a little up and down. So he was the shooting percentage were, were pretty – were not good at all. Uh, four for 16 from the field, three for 10 from the three-point line, 11 points and one foul. But, you know, you got to keep in mind that he was in the virus protocols. He didn't play until uh, the second game, I want to say. He wasn't available until the second game. So, you know, he was a little out of shape. Tommy Shepard did say that in his press conference. Tommy Shepard did say something about the point guard play as well in his press conference, just talking about how Corey Kispert needs that. And getting back to Corey Kispert, you know, he played on a team with Joel Ayayi. He played on a team with Jalen Suggs. Drew, Timmy, and Gonzaga. So, um, once again, he played with guys that are better than their opponents, guys that can uh, create in space and make plays and get Corey Kispert open. Um, and that's what he's, that's what Corey Kispert needs to unlock his full potential. He needs um, guys around them that are going to look for him and going to pass him the ball and, uh, you know, the hockey assists and get him, get him the basketball screens, pin downs, everything like that. Um, that's, that's just what Corey Kispert needs to be successful. Um, so, so yeah, we, we just know what he is. And I think people are going to be comparing him to Trey Murphy a lot. The Wizards did um, like Tr- Trey Murphy a lot out of Virginia, out of UVA, six foot nine. He's been playing for the Pelicans. And he's played pretty darn well so far. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I think Corey Kisper is a good pick. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know, just overreact to summer league. But let's give it to Isaiah Todd. Um, he's another guy that we got in the second round. And um, like I said, the numbers, four for 16, three for 10 from the three-point line. Uh, not good numbers at all, but I saw some flashes. I like how he blocks shots. I think he's a good shot blocker. And the form is good. The form looks good. The shoot, the shot, the release looks good. He looks confident as a shooter, even if it's not going in. He just keeps shooting it, shooting the ball. So he shot 10 threes. That's a good amount of threes. That's that's the amount of threes that you think Corey Kispert would shoot. Corey Kispert only shot four threes. And uh, Isaiah Todd shot short. Um, 10 threes. And if you listen to Channing Fry yesterday while um, commentating the game, he just talked about how uh, Corey Kisberg needs to be more aggressive. And um, today, you know, Isaiah Thomas was the commentator. He was just – he kind of sounded like the old man, get off my lawn. He was like, you know, the, the, the other commentator, she kept asking him, you know, do you just not like three-pointers? Uh, the way Isaiah Thomas kept talking about it. A lot of stuff that he did say was true about analytics, but a lot of stuff that he did say did kind of sound like, um, you know, the old take, you know, get off my lawn type of take. But – um, to get back to Todd, I like I like some of the things he did. Uh, once again, I think I just think he's a G League guy. 
And um, I, I do like some of the dunks. He had a nice alley-oop. He did miss one dunk. Jordan Goodwin threw the ball a little too high. And uh, he missed the dunk over the rim. Um, he did miss some. He did. He did miss a layup here and there. He missed a putback layup. Um, uh, it, it was in traffic, and uh, Isaiah Jackson did block one of his three pointers. And then I think that was the play where Isaiah Jackson went on to dunk the ball, um, kind of near Corey Kispert. Uh, but the alley oop, it, it shows. It, it shows that um, it shows the athleticism, the tools, the physical tools, and uh, what he can do. So I, I want to see more from Isaiah Todd. You know, a guy from the G League Ignite. You see all the other G League Ignite guys like Jonathan Kaminga, Jalen Green. They've been playing well so far. Um, so I, I don't. Looking at the rotation, looking at the roster, where does he fit in the rotation? Uh, he's kind of on the, he's just on the on the outside looking in. You look at all the guys. We just have a crowded log jam at that small forward uh, three or four position with Kyle Kuzma, Rui Mira, and uh, Davies Bertans, and Danny Abdia, and Corey Kispert. I mean, we just have so many guys. You can, you can throw KCP in the mix too. He can play the three three man as well. So we just have so many guys in the mix on the roster. So. Um, but yeah, Isaiah Todd, he has a lot of confidence and he just keeps shooting the ball, getting shape. Uh, Tommy Shepard said, you know, he, he just looked, he, you could hear him breathing so hard. He was a little out of shape too. And, uh, he just didn't play basketball for a little while. You know, the G league ignite the G league bubble. Uh, I think their season ended pretty early. I want to say in February, if I'm not mistaken. So he just didn't, he didn't play basketball for a little while. Um, so I think he'll get up to speed and I think he'll be a fine pro in the league. I think he has the most potential and the most upside between, Corey Kispert and Isaiah Todd, I would think Isaiah Todd has the most upside because he's only 19 years old. Like, he's still growing. He's still going to get even – he might even get taller. He's 6'10". So, that's the scary thing for the league. I mean, if he gets uh, stronger and, you know, gets gets stronger with the basketball, I mean, this guy could be the limit for Isaiah Todd, the Baltimore product. So, uh, I do want to see what this guy can do. Um, But, yeah, I do want to get into um, some of the guys who stood out um not really going to do a studs and duds or anything like that but just you know guys who I think can possibly help the roster and um where they fit and uh which guys stood out other than uh Corey Kispert and Isaiah Todd I just wanted to do an in-depth analysis and evaluation about their summer league um before we do get into the other guys and this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto um, they are very reliable. And if you don't know much about cars, this is the place to go. Because if you go to um, a dealer, uh, they, they don't give you – they most most time most of the time they don't give you a fair price. For Rock Auto is a family-owned business where they look out for the customer. Um, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Uh, for example, uh, at a chain store, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353. But at Rock Auto, it's only $216. That's a deal that you can't beat. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. Uh, once again, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, my favorite cookie is the cookies and cream one. I'm um, starting to like the grasshopper cookie as well. It tastes like a thin mint Girl Scout cookie. But the the thing is, is that Built Bar cookies are healthy. Um, other flavors are coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, 
strawberry, orange, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the fl- all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar. And only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. Promo code is LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built Bar. All right, so let's talk about some of the guys that I thought stood out in the summer league, not named Corey Kispert or Isaiah Todd. Um, and I, I really like Caleb Holmesley. The guy can ball, man. I think he definitely deserves a spot on the ro- – at least a chance, legitimate shot to get a spot on the roster um, and definitely a spot on the G League team for sure. I mean, he was the best player on the roster in my opinion. Um, I thought he played the best. On, 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 on in the summer league, I thought he had the best showing. Um, today, he had a he had an okay game. Didn't have a great. He had nine points, four rebounds, uh, three fouls, and uh, he went four for nine from the field, one for five from the three point line. And uh, I thought he played well. Um, I thought he was a good passer as well. He really is a point forward. He's a guy that can bring the ball up, can handle the ball well. And uh, like I was telling you guys before, this guy, you know, he went to Liberty and they beat Mississippi State. They upset Mississippi State in that first round. Uh, they were a 12th seed and Mississippi State was a was a fifth seed. And he dropped 30 points in that game. And he's capable. You can see where he can fill it up and get a shot off any time that he wants to. He can create separation off the bounce, crossovers, pull-ups, step-backs um, against the Bucks, where he hit that step-back on Theo Pinson, where he left him in the dust. I love plays like that. Uh, Caleb Holmesley, he's a bucket getter. I mean, his his name on Twitter is buckets underscore oh five. It's like get buckets or something like that. The guy is a bucket getter. The guy can score. He can fill it up. Um, and he's like six 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 seven. I mean, he has an NBA body. He has an NBA the the, the athleticism, and uh, he can put the ball on the floor. I mean, he's a scorer. He's a go getter. And that's what the summer league is for. The summer league is really for guys who are super aggressive. Um, some people compare it to an AAU tournament or something like that, but. It's for guys who are really aggressive, looking for their own shot, and somebody like Corey Kisper, who who relies on or who's looking for guys to – he's looking to score off of assists, you know, where some guys are just looking to score ISO. Like, you, you guy like Cameron Thomas, the summer league is perfect for somebody from – for like, for instance, somebody like Cam Thomas from the Nets, where you're just going to get the ball and just go and try to score the ball. And that's not Corey Kisper's game, just to score off the dribble and score off the bounce. And um, that's kind of why, and part of it, too, just the playmaking aspect. We just didn't have a lot of playmakers. But to get back to other guys who stood up, um, Caleb Holmesley, he definitely played his butt off. I thought he played really well. Um, Etchenikwe, the big man, I thought he played really well. Um, He had to leave the game because of an ankle injury that probably lingered from last game when he sprained his ankle on a fast break. I thought he blocked shots. I thought he had a big post presence. Um, he scored the ball well. He could shoot the three. He could space the floor a little bit, and uh, he played well. I mean, he was he was clutch down the down the stretch as well. Uh, he was a solid free throw shooter, and uh, he got better each game. I mean, he was our best player on the floor at times. I mean, Shannon Fry said it too. He was the MVP of the Buck game yesterday. I thought it was Corey Kispert, but um, Ejinikwe before he got hurt, he was balling. I mean, in limited time, the guy got buckets. Thirteen points in eight minutes last game against the Bucks. Um, so he played really really well. Um, I like Jordan Goodwin, who I've had on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. 
he I thought he played pretty well. He didn't shoot from the three well, but I thought he was solid. Um, two points today. Didn't score a lot, but had five rebounds and uh, had three assists. And I thought two steals as well and three blocks. So he filled it up. He, he's a stat sheet filler. And he's a guy who's six for three as a point guard that averaged 10 boards a game in college. That's just incredible. You know, there's big men who don't even average five boards a game. So for a guy like Jordan Goodwin to be six for three out there, and uh, somebody described him as a, as a point as a big man in a point guard's body. And I don't think that's really fair because he can move around and put the ball on the floor. So he's, I get what they were trying to say, call him a, a big man in a point guard's body. But I think he is definitely a guard. Um, and he, he's looking to improve his three-point shooting and his shooting in general. But um, the guy's a statue stuffer, and he can get steals, and he's scrappy. I think he's somebody that the Wizards can definitely use on the go-go and on a two-way contract. Um, I like Austin Hollins, too. I thought he stood out pretty well. Um, he played in Minnesota. He was overseas for, for a couple of years. Um, I thought he started to hit the shot pretty well, the three-point shot pretty well. Uh, I thought he was solid today. Mason Jones is a scorer. Um, I just thought at times he was tunnel vision, and he put his head down. Wasn't really looking to pass the ball. There was a fast break where Kispert and Isaiah Todd were open. And um, the Pacers guy just hit the ball out of Mason Jones' hands because he just waited too late to get the ball up on a three-and-one situation. But Mason Jones is a bona fide scorer. He's had some NBA experience with the 76ers and uh, the Rockets. And he's a, he can play, man. He can score. He can fill it up. Went to Arkansas. Um, the guy can play, man. He's a, He can score. He can score. He reminds me of Marcus Thornton a little bit. Uh, he's just he's that shooting guard that can come off the bench and fill it up and score uh, kind of like just uh, he's like a six-man score um, that would be his role in the NBA uh, Rathon Mayes um, he had some nice layups in the beginning of the game and he was one of the better passers on the team he had four assists today four turnovers but he's a guy that did help the ball movement because he didn't play a lot in that first game against the uh, Kings but when he got involved with the game he started moving the ball more pushing the ball in fast break pushing the pace I thought he played pretty well in a summer league. Uh, Marcus Bolden, he had three points today. Jay Huff had a nice uh, reverse dunk today, six points today. Um, Hernandez played a lot better. He had an up-and-down summer league. He had six points today. And uh, Andre Dawkins um, played pretty well, five points today. Uh, so, yeah, everybody got got a chance to play for the most part today. But um, this summer league team was, was probably um, not one of the better rosters that I've seen in Wizards Summer League or any summer league. I think we had one of the bottom rosters in the summer league. We, we did not qualify for the playoffs. We went one and three. And some of it was very hard to watch. But, you know, where do I see uh, Corey Kispert and Isaiah Todd fitting in the rotation this year? Um, with the minutes, it's going to be hard for Corey Kispert to get minutes. I think, you know, he's going to be a rookie that is going to get maybe 10, 18 minutes a game. You know, you can – throw him in there. If he hits shots, then, you know, keep it going. But if he's not hitting shots, you know, then he might have to be on a bench and learn and, and develop. Uh, I don't think he will be in the G League. I don't think that's really going to help him because he's not a guy where his upside is kind of limited because he's a senior and we just know what he is. We, we kind of, we basically know what he is. Is, is he going to be Doug McDermott? Is he going to be Joe Harris? Is he going to be Wally Zerbiak? You know, what kind of player is he going to be? Um, it's to be determined, but those are the guys. Those are those are the fair comparisons that I do see in his game because he, he's just a knockdown. He's a lights out shooter, and that is going to help the Wizards because we do need spacing. We did not have a lot of uh, three point shooters last year. We were ranked twenty seventh in three point attempts, and the shooting percentages were pretty uh, darn bad last year too. Only shooters we really had on the floor were or on the roster were Davies Bertans and uh, Garrison Matthews. Raul Uneto was a solid three point shooter, but other than that, we didn't we didn't have a lot of knockdown shooters that could space the floor. 
And uh, this year is going to be a little different uh, in that aspect. But, yeah, I think Corey Kispert is a guy that will probably get about 10 to 15 minutes per game. Um, and I want to see how he does in preseason with Denny Whitty and Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill plays uh, some games in the preseason. I want to see how he does with better talent around him, guys that are looking to pass the ball, better ball movement. This is what Wes Unsell is preaching. Ball movement, we didn't see any of what really Wes Unsell was preaching until the Bucks game that we won. Uh, as far as in, in ball movement. And I do want to see how Corey Kispert can defend. Um, Isaiah Todd, like I said, I think he'll probably be in the G League and uh, start from there. We'll see. I think he's a guy that's going to put up about 20, 15 points in the G League. I could definitely see that happening with him. Um, but he's just really raw, and he has a lot of talent. He has a lot of upside, and I think he can be really, really good. He's he's a 6'10 guy that can shoot the three and post up and is a mid-range assassin. So uh, I just want to thank you guys for um, tuning in in the summer league with me. Uh, I know it's been a hard watch at times. You know, Washington was just not shoot the ball well from the three-point line. It was rough. Um, but I just want to thank you guys for rocking with me for the, through, the, through the summer league. Um, I do want to talk about um, some lineups and different things like that. You know, uh, the Washington Wizards death lineup. What, what, what their death lineup would be is Kyle Kuzma calls it their best line, a.k.a. their best lineup. Um, so, once again, like I said, there, there's – it's the schedule now is three episodes a week. It's not daily. Uh, that is going to be until September when training camp comes, The end, towards the end of, uh, tra- of, of September when training camp starts for the Washington Wizards and then preseason basketball. And then also I do want you guys to submit your questions uh, for a mailbag episode next week. Um, please submit your your questions, and you guys can send it to me on Twitter at E-D-T-Triple-O-F-L-A-T-T. Um, you can send it to me on, on there, or you can leave a, a rating um, on iTunes and leave the question in, in there. And I, I always read the ratings in, in, in on iTunes, so please do that, or just or just at me on Twitter. You can DM me on Twitter. Any questions that you have for a mailbag episode next week, and then also I will be having the guys from Locked On Nets just to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie. That should be coming out this week. Um, just talking about his fit with the Washington Wizards and could he possibly be a better fit than Russell Westbrook and then also getting to know him off the court a little bit. You know, he's an interesting guy with Bitcoin and different things like that. Like that. So just to get some insight from guys that watch the uh, Brooklyn Nets every day and uh, have more insight on Spencer Dinwiddie. So that should be a good episode as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, so those are the things that we got coming up for Locked on Wizards. Make sure you subscribe, um, leave a good rating, uh, some good feedback for me. And, um, yeah, like I said, definitely send in those mailbag, mailbag questions. All right, you guys. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So make sure you guys subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast. You guys have a good one. And follow me on Twitter at ed. Teacher below FLA double T. Have a good one. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.